Hey everybody, this is Dan Young with Total Wellness Radio. Thank you for tuning in to this episode 246. Craig and I discussed today on Country Doctor Wellness Wednesday men's health issues, signs and symptoms, possible causes, natural dietary and nutritional applications that you can use safely and effectively to restore normal function when it comes to specific men's health issues. So sit back and enjoy this episode, episode 246. Total Wellness Radio from Craig Morrison and Dan Young, Country Doctor Wellness Wednesday. Hey, happy Wednesday, everybody. Howdy. Welcome to Country Doctor's Wellness Wednesday. Craig and I get to do a double. You yeah. know, this is two in a row. Two weeks in a row. That you that you and I get to sit here and share good news with people and things they can do naturally, non-invasively. To promote normal function in a non-invasive, non-toxic way. That's what we're all about. Hey, today's uh, topic, and this is kind of, I think, is like a national thing. Mm -hmm. Men's health. Is it Men's Health Month or Men's Health Week? I don't know. Don't get me to lie to you. (laughs) The month of April has to do with men's health issues. And uh, the most common, obviously, that we're going to talk about, we're going to touch on some things that will affect us all. You know... Science, the professionals, history clinically has taught us that about 30% of men over the age of 50 in America, which by the way, that number represents about 112,230,000, but who's counting, right? And of that, one third of those men are, are most likely dealing with right now and aren't aware of it to some degree. Uh, some form of prostate health problem. That's about uh, 37,410,000. Uh, see, we, we have numberosis going these days, so we might as well throw the numbers out there. That's a lot, that's, that's a lot of men, right? Uh, it's one of the top killing uh, prostate cancer, uh, which is the very advanced form of uh, prostate stress, um, obviously, is one of the uh, top killers of men in this country. So, we really have, uh, uh, the problem that we face is a lack of awareness, a lack of uh, perception, lack of education um, about personal health and what, the, what we can do about it. So today we're gonna, talk, we're gonna touch on one of the many aspects of this type of concern, which is BPH, it's benign, um, uh, benign, yeah, by BPH, benign prostate hydropathy. I never can say that word, right? Hytropathy. Yeah, I think so. Hytropathy. Basically an enlarged prostate, okay? And um, we're going to talk about some of the signs that men deal with uh, regarding that issue and some of the the potential causes, the factors that contribute to this uh, specific issue, and some of the nutrient applications, diet and lifestyle applications, things that we can do as men. Um, You know, unfortunately, we live in a country that tells us that if you're a man and you live long enough, right, you're either, you're gonna, it's not a question of uh, if you have prostate stress or to what degree, it's just a question of when. Yeah, well. You know, it's gonna happen. I don't believe that. I'm not real fan of buying into that either, but of course you and I are aware, right? We get educated, we try to do things on a regular basis, right? That, uh, Pay attention to little things. Yeah, the little details. Some of the signs that you're dealing with prostate stress, okay? Um, you got a list of them there that we can start well, rattling you know, off? I, take notes. A couple Men of, and women, take notes. One of the number one signs is frequent urination. 
or having to use the restroom and pushing but not getting any kind of flow. Yeah. Strained flow. Yes. Yeah. And Welcome, uh, Janet. Hi, Janet. Uh, that is the number one thing that uh, men notice. Uh, number two is, is probably ED or the lack of uh, the ability to, you know, their Low libido. libido. Their libido is down. Low um, libido. Which also can be a relation to heart, too. Yes, it can. Um, in fact, that's one of the I main reasons. Hello. Um, let's see, what else is there? Uh, oh, painful urination. Yeah. And this and, is all very common with men who've been real active, athletic. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're riding bikes. They're or, bicycle, or a lot of bicyclists yeah, have you know, a lot of trouble with that. Yeah. Look at um, Lance Armstrong's history. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, a whole new design of bicycle seats came out uh, after that uh, experience came to the surface of what Lance Armstrong dealt with. Yep. Um, placing pressure in that area long periods of time, Constantly. athletic injuries, mm-hmm. athletic injuries, yep. um, and that may not develop into something serious until later on in life. Um, those are always uh, those are always things that we got to pay close attention to. The one that the one that most men don't think about <laughs> or pay attention to is like body aches, like low back pain, leg aches on the inner thighs, um, headaches, yep. uh, blood pressure, blood pressure concerns, right? Um, this, is, this, is one of, this is some of those areas that, you know, we need to pay attention to dizziness, mm-hmm. right? They can get some dizziness, ringing in the ears, okay? And, and you know, modern medicine or modern science uh, suggests that these could, you know, these are heart or infection in that area, and the reality of it is, is that this body, especially the endocrine system, um, this might be getting off track just a little bit, but I think it'll prove a bigger point, is that when, when someone is told they have a thyroid condition, you don't have a thyroid condition, you got an endocrine condition. Mm-hmm. When someone's told they have adrenal fatigue, you know, chronic fatigue syndrome, you don't have an adrenal problem, you have an endocrine system problem, right? Uh, when you're told you have cardiovascular issues, you don't have a heart problem. You have an endocrine system problem. Because it's all connected. Because it's all connected. And, that's and what other so many organs don't are, believe. They don't, don't they, understand. They're not educated. They're yes. not educated. They're not positioned to understand that you don't you can't have a you know just one area and that's where the problem is, and the rest of the organism, the rest of the body is not affected or involved with that type of symptom or that type of challenge. So it really boils down to, you know, as I said earlier, it's a it's awareness, it's perception, it's lack of education. Uh, I think that really has the great, that's the greatest damaging uh, thing to our health, in this country especially, um, that we can, we can fall victim to. You know, somebody asked me the other day with all the stuff that's going on, it's like, well, what do you do for your health? What should we be doing? You know, and how do we, you know, ward off these things? Like, you know, the best health insurance on the planet is good health. That's the best health insurance. Does that mean that that healthy people won't get ill doesn't mean that at all but it's a better formula than doing nothing maintaining a lousy diet maintaining these other stress factors right and and then asking for the problem and then asking for the problem when the problem shows up you diffuse the body's ability to tell you there's a problem with the drug um so it's uh you know suppress a symptom and create more you know create more side effects and perpetuate the illness, yep. right? That's that's the pharmaceutical model, and a def in its definition is suppress symptom, create a side effect, 
and perpetuate the underlying problem of the, the cause of the health problem. So those are the things that we, we subject ourselves to when we, when we take these other routes. Especially, well, it's mostly because we're uneducated. We're told yeah. our whole lives that, you know, Marcus Welby, MD, you know. <laughs> yeah. Doctors know everything. And, yeah. and, and hey, David. I'm not saying anything against Western medicine or, or medical doctors. They are, they, they save lives every single day of the right. year. Yep. You know, there's no yep. question in my mind. But there are certain things that they don't look at that we do. Performance, Performance. right? Performance. The mechanical performance of the body. How well is the body functioning, performing? And symptoms does not equate to disease. No. Symptoms means the body can't perform in some way or another, and we need to find out why. You know, you know David knows this. He's a mechanic. He's, you know, he's a plumber by trade. He's one of the best. He's kind of a wizard mm-hmm. in that area, right? And it's called condition of flow. If, if, if the dashboard light goes off on his Jeep, Red light goes off, check engine, check engine. Um, you know, there's uh, several things that David's going to do before he strips the wires out and replaces the wire. He's going to check to see, well, is the connection good? And he's going to check along all these areas in the engine to see about the condition or flow of the body, that, that engine's ability to perform. Mm-hmm. And you don't just lift the hood, cut the wire that's telling, you know, you don't do that and then slam the hood down and say, hey, we're fixed. Well, unfortunately, when it comes to chronic illness, that's kind of modern medicine's approach, is let's just diffuse, suppress, mitigate, let's um, eliminate the symptom, and if we eliminate the symptom, you're healthy. And the challenges that we face in a country that's ranked 37th in the world of all industrialized nations, which, by the way, is 37 industrialized nations, and we're dead last in our ability to uh, deal with chronic illness, uh, infant mortality, uh, we have the highest infant mortality rates of any industrialized country in the world. So we've, we, 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 you know, I hear what we're, I hear what, what modern medicine is saying, but I see the results of what it's doing and which one do they really want us to believe? Yeah. Um, when it comes to emergency medical surgeries, life-saving surgeries, life-saving procedures, hands down the best in the world, right? By no question, no question the best in the world. But when it comes to the ability to, to handle a chronic illness case successfully, resolution meaning without artificial therapy, without drug therapy, and actually position that person to get healthy, we're, we're dealing with some real issues there. In fact, I'll go so far as to say that nobody's ever went to a hospital to get healthy. They went there to get stable or to unfortunately pass away. So, And when you think about that and play that through on all the scenarios that you know about, the person went there to either get stable uh, or to pass away. They don't go there leaving with this this textbook or these top ten things you can do to really restore your health. Nobody's ever walked out of there with those lists. So, um, what are some of the possible causes? Well, there's there's some there's this some problem for there's men. Some that are really fun. <laughs> well, only uh, unless you suffer from them. Unless you suffer from them, <laughs> then they're not fun at um, all. Probably the number one cause that that manifests with this is stress. Yeah. Um, men have oh, throughout the years, you know, women too, a lot more more so now than it used to be. But um, we become so stressed with work and trying to take care of so-called the family, mm-hmm. um, keeping a roof over one's family's head. Uh, so 
stress is probably and now more than ever one. with that yeah. stress. I mean, yeah. that stress and, is and I mean, look what's happening tenfold, right now. Tenfold right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, stress is eating everybody's lunch. Yeah, uh, and it doesn't matter which sex you are. Yeah, um, stress is there because everybody's worried. The reason that I think that the prostate takes such a hit during stressful times mm-hmm. is because it's a lot of people don't aren't aware of or realize that two thirds of its function in the in the body for the male is that of the immune system. Mm-hmm. It is designed to help protect us against any kind of a, a genital urinary tract infection. Two-thirds of its job has to do with immunity. Well, when you're stressed, your immunity is compromised. Automatically. Automatically. It's one of the worst approaches to immune system bolstering, as Craig would say, that there is, is to deal with stress. Stress just strips the body's ability to have a good responsiveness, right? Mm-hmm. And so, uh, so that's the number one thing, is that? And, and actually, stress manifests in so many different oh. ways. Chronic fatigue. Yeah. Um, yeah. <sighs> hey, Robin. You know, lack of sleep at night. You know, that's a, that's one of the things that stress does. That and any time your body is not functioning at the high level that it's supposed to. Right. It affects other organs in the body. It's, and it's, with it's men, it has a tendency all connected. to hit our prostate. Yep. Um, and really affect the immune system. Mm-hmm. So, you know, um, a lot of our clients aren't going to like the fact that beer drinking. Mm-hmm. That's... Beer drinking. <laughs> if you have any indication of as, as a male that you're struggling in the prostate area and... You have to quit drinking beer. And you're drinking beer. Or if you're a chronic beer drinker and doesn't show signs of prostate stress, well, guess what? You just keep drinking beer. Hold on, it's coming. Yeah. Um, there's there's no way around it. Beer is one of the worst beverages on the planet for the for the male prostate. Yeah. In terms of promoting inflammation, in terms of you know if you have a a yeast issue, right, that that will manifest in the in the urinary tract, the bladder, the kidneys, the prostate. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so if you're if you're prone to yeast overgrowth, yeast infections. Most men don't know that they they can have a yeast problem. Right. If if you have if you have issues in the toenails, yeah. Right. Or skin in the skin, itchy skin, yeah. or issues a little bit of fungus in the toenails. Guess what? That's not a topical concern. No. It's topical evidence, mm-hmm. but it's not just isolated. It's actually, the, the body t- trying to get rid of it. It's the body <laughs> trying to force it out. Um, it is one of the precursors to certain cancers. That's how mm-hmm. important it is. Uh, men and women, that we take care of these issues. Um, there's a, um, a urinary and a saliva test that you can do at home to see if yeast is an overgrowth in the system. It's one of the number one things that we have to handle in the office with clients on a, on a daily basis um, because of diet, lifestyle, stress, uh, overuse of antibiotics or over-the-counter prescription medications throws these things out of balance. Heavy metal toxicities. Yes, yeah. metal and chemical the poisonings. Air we're breathing. Yep. Yep, air water, water we're drinking. Air water and food pollutants. You know, those those things, those will affect yeah. your prostate. And, and most people just don't even realize it. One of the most um, common is chronic, chronic constipation. Yeah. Chronic constipation because it puts pressure yep. on the urinary tract. The whole thing. Bladder, yep. kidneys, prostate. Well, the, the prostate is located below the mm-hmm. bladder in the male. But when but any man who's had an exam mm-hmm. knows how there's the access to the prostate is obtained. 
and it's not fun, um, but it's right there in the anus area of the lower bowel, and if you're congested or constipated, uh, impacted of any kind or excess toxins in those areas, it's going to have a dramatic impact on contributing to fact. It's a contributing factor, according to the literature, uh, in most prostate issues. So, um, nutritional deficiencies. Well, I, I, I know some nutritional things that you can take that will really help you. This deficiencies, uh, however, is zinc and essential fatty zinc, acids. Vitamin B6. Yep. Um, essential fatty acids. Uh, uh, you know, some of the things that they talk about are that we should be taking is things like sal palmetto. Yep. Uh, wild yam. Yep. You know, and everybody thinks wild yam's a woman's thing to help yeah. balance her hormones. It's af- well, it's, it's a youthful it's, herb. It's a youth herb. It's yeah. for the youthfulness of the body of the endocrine system, male or female. It's for youthfulness. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. One of the things that um, pesticides. Yep. And environmental toxins yep. are. That's one of the things that really, really gets to us. Um, let me see. What else? What else you got? Really good. What else you got? Uh, one of the number one things we have to check acids, for. You need those a lot. Yeah. One of the number one things we have to check for is uh, when it comes to inflammatory responses. A lot of the, if you go online, you hear this this notion that inflammation is the cause of this and inflammation is the cause of that, and really. It's not, okay? Inflammation is a sign of something present. Mm-hmm. Um, prolactin production, different hormone productions, prostaglandin productions, different, different hormonal aspects are going to be influenced by a lot of the things that we're talking about. So if you have allergies, if you are sensitive, that's, which is a liver issue primarily, uh, whether it's environmental or, or, or um, you know, the ragweed and that we're going into spring, you know, hopefully things are blossoming, right? Um, those types of things. When you have uh, when you have that type of, of thing going on, and there's this, there's an indication of inflammation in the body, then we need to look at well, what's driving the inflammation, right? Mm-hmm. Um, lots of things happen prior to a car wreck. Uh, the wreck is just a symptom of the problem, uh, but that's where the devastation is visualized. Okay, so the same thing with with men, men's health, pr- prostate issues, is that there's uh, inflammation is kind of the end of the wreck. Right? It's yep. not the cause, it's the end of the wreck. It's the caboose, not the engine of the train. So what was driving all that? What was perpetuating that? And we find out nine times out of ten, it's oats, wheat, corn, barley, sugars, cheese, dairy, uh, potentially eggs, uh, too much caffeine. Sodas, alcohol. Yep. Um, smoking. Yep. Tobacco. Yep. Um, Chewing tobacco. Yeah. High fatty foods. That, yeah, when someone can break things, down the cholesterol properly. All those things feed inflammation. Yep. And one of the best things that you can do is, is you know, if you have uh, problems with your prostate, yep. you, want to, you want to do some anti-inflammatory type things. Yep. Um, things that will help to bring down inflammation naturally. Um, one of the best things you can do is also try to avoid most of the nightshades. Yep. You know, because they have a tendency to, to Tomatoes, potatoes, irritate yams. inflammation and, and bring it up. Another thing, too, that I've helped, 
I've seen help lots of men over the years is that therapy bath. I don't know mm-hmm. if everybody has a copy of that therapy bath. Hey, Daniel. Hey, Sharon. Thanks for joining us. Um, the therapy bath, for those of you who want the recipe, we'll just throw it out there real quick. It is two pounds, you heard right, two pounds, pounds. of Epsom salt. You want to put Epsom salt in the bath water, dissolve it really good. But before that, you bring water to boil on a stove and a tea kettle. Okay? You put two tablespoons, tablespoons of ginger, ginger powder. powder, just normal grocery store condiment ginger powder. You probably have some in your cupboards right now. That is, a, it acts as a natural anti-inflammatory. And you pour boiling water in that coffee cup. You stir it vigorously. Really dissolve that powder. Thoroughly dissolve the powder. Yeah, you don't want any little clumps. Because you don't want that. It'll just float around on the top and do you no good. And then it's more of a mess. Add that cup of dissolved ginger powder to your bath water with the dissolved two pounds of Epsom salt. I don't care if it has lavender and it smells pretty and all this other stuff. But two pounds of Epsom salt. Dissolve it. Now crawl in there and soak up to here for about 20, 20 to 30 minutes. minutes. Yeah. 20 to 30 minutes. Uh, do it two to three times a week. Here's what happens. Hot water expands the pores in the tissue. Opens them up. Opens them up. Epsom salt. Hey, Tanya. Epsom salt draws, draws toxins out as best as it can throughout the entire body, lymphatic system, the skin layers. Mm-hmm. Okay. There's Molly. Hi, Molly. Hi, Molly. You miss this guy? <laughs> no. Okay. Um, so it draws those toxins out of the system. But at the same time, because the skin is the largest organ in the, organ in the human body and it has a two-way organ, it can expel and it can absorb. Mm-hmm. It absorbs the nutrients, uh, the properties of ginger, right into the tissue so that it can have a natural anti-inflammatory effect on the body head to toe. It Plus is it helps to put, the Epsom salts helps to pull toxins. Right. It is amazing. It is amazing. So while you're getting toxins relieved relieved from the system by the Epsom salts, you're drawing in a natural anti-inflammatory substance right into the tissue. Yep. Men, you can do that a couple of times a week. It can be amazing. amazing. And then just stand up and rinse off after you've taken your you're 20 or 30 minutes, and that way you're not carrying ginger around with you. <laughs> yeah. So one of the things that, uh, and I'll finish up with this, and I know Craig might have some more comments, but when it comes to men getting screened, okay, one of the all-encompassing, all-well-known tests, right, the PSA test, mm-hmm. prostate-specific antigen, is um, unfortunately it has about a 20% failure rate for under 10 uh, not having cancer issues. In fact, I've had one gentleman whose PSA was uh, 18 and he did not have cancer. Had another gentleman who was 2.7 and he was riddled with it. So it is not an all-inclusive test. Men, uh, if you get an abnormal test, the very first thing to do in any abnormal test, by the way, is to get a second opinion. Mm-hmm. Okay, Clarify the evaluation. Clarify the the um, the testing procedures make sure that that uh, you know this is absolutely. And I share this with you. My mom, um, I know we're on men's health, but my mom was a perfect example of this testing issue. Um, 1982, she was told by one gynecologist that she had over um, uh, uterine cancer. Went to another doc at the time, and he says, "Oh my gosh, that's 
really quite far off the mark. What she had was an ovarian cyst, and she used uh, quite extensively and aggressively an herb called Dong Kwai, mm -hmm. and she expelled the cysts. And uh, the first person wanted to go in and completely do a, a complete and total hysterectomy with followed up by radiation and chemo and, and all this other stuff. And uh, again, this was, in, was 1982, I believe. Um, so, you know, again, modern medicine uses what's proven to be very successful in the emergency medical realm, drugs and scalpels. They try to use that same tool or tools into the chronic illness realm and it becomes a kind of becomes a miserable failure. So um, she did not have to have that taken care of. But she definitely, when you see PSA, uh, zero to four is kind of the range you're told about. Um, but if you're having any of these other concerns, performance mm -hmm. issues, get a second opinion. You know, get, get evaluated uh, by somebody that does the work we do that can actually tell you if there's some kind of stress on that area or something present that could be stressing that area. Um, you know, 20% of the PSA tests, uh, you know, is, uh, is accurate. They'll give you, they'll give you false negatives um, and false positives too. So just, you know, be aware. Take care of yourself. Don't buy into the numberosis thing as the gospel because it's not the gospel, uh, especially when it's being those numbers are being given to you by modern medicine. Um, uh, they're they're pretty well off the off the charts on some of their assessments. So. Here's something for a lot of you guys out there that uh, are sunflower seed eaters. Oh, change to pumpkin seeds. Oh, there you go. You good, know, because pumpkin seeds have a lot of zinc in them. Yeah, uh, they're they're Healthy very good for the for body the, for the prostate, and actually they're they're kind of a good food for the whole body. Yep. Um, a couple of other things: try to avoid spicy foods. You know, if, if you're having some trouble with this stuff, um, and stay away from caffeine too. Yeah. And I know we just took away all of your goodies, but. Um, it's like, if, well, what is there? Yeah, if, if you're dealing with a prostate issue, you know how uncomfortable and how miserable it can make your life. Don't let it get worse. Yeah, absolutely. You know, do things, learn, educate yourself on foods that you can eat that will help with prostate health overall. Um, come and see somebody like me and Dan, yeah. you know, uh, because we're going to guide you down a path to health rather than um, just throw some drug at, at a symptom. Yeah. Next week, May 6th, looking at the calendar, we're going to be discussing a topic, um, lupus. Mm. Lupus, and some of, that's a very fascinating uh, topic. Um, rosacea is one of the indicators that people are heading down that path. Arthritis so, is also Arthritis, so we, we're going to, hey, Doug, hey, Kelly, thanks for joining us. Um, you know, we're going to uh, explore that topic next week. That's May 6th, 1 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. Be sure and also tune in to Total Wellness Radio. You can get it on iTunes, Google Play. There's about 10 to 14 different platforms, Spotify mm -hmm. and, and uh, Podbean and all those, all those platforms uh, that uh, carry podcasts. Uh, today will be episode 245 yep. on Total Wellness Radio, uh, Men's Health. We're going to get that posted here in just a little bit. So for uh, Mr. Craig Morrison, Dan Young, thank you so much for joining us. Bye, sis. Yeah, take care. You guys have a wonderful week.
Well, that'll do it for this episode of Total Wellness Radio. Thanks again for tuning in. And for more information, be sure and catch us on Facebook Live every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Mountain Time at the Country Doctor Nutritional Center Facebook page. Until next time, thank you so much for tuning in.